The following is paid commercial programming. Third-party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criterion because clients' investment goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor. Statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008 referred to recommendations made by MMWKM's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC. The team that manages accounts at MMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. MMWKM was created in 2011 and uses the same exit strategy. A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting MMWKM Advisors LLC. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. We're in the money. We're in the money. We've got a lot of what it takes to get along. We're in the money. We are in the, the money. money. The skies old are sunny. You are through, An old man recession. You are maybe not through, but certainly you have done us wrong. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. And this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about the stock market. We talk about inflation. Of course, we're going to talk about Ukraine, Social Security, estate planning. You name it, we talk about it. And we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all of this boring financial stuff. And this week's going to be no exception because we have a bunch of boring financial stuff to talk about. But before we go one step further... Let me introduce myself. I am Ken Morayf, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack. And I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. I feel good. I do feel good. <laughs> Thank you for that, Jack. And, uh, and we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning, which means that we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. So if that is you, then this show is designed for you. Um, our, our website is rpoa.com. We have lots of resources there for you. We have uh, videos. We have articles. We have seminars. We have podcasts. In fact, you can subscribe to the show. You can podcast it. Uh, it, it, it. We have lots of stuff there for you. We want you to there, – there, here, here's where our, where, what our two primary goals are. One is we want your money to last as long as you do. Secondly, we want you to have financial peace of mind. And we wrap that all up, and we want you to enjoy your second childhood without parental supervision. So when you were a little kid, and you were laying on the grass, and you're looking at the sky, and you're looking at the clouds, and you say, does that look like a cow to you or a bear, and your best friend is next to you? Were you worried about all this stuff? No, you weren't. You didn't care about inflation. You didn't care about interest rates and wars in Ukraine. You were enjoying yourself. That's what we want for you as, as you head into your retirement or if you're there already. So let me go over with you. What we're going to talk about on this, our weekly excursion into the land of retirement planning. Now, in our first segment, I've entitled it, How This Could Get Really Ugly. And if it isn't already ugly enough, 
it could get really ugly. And I want to go over with you four things that could cause this to get way worse than it already is. Not to scare you, but you know, um, my, my father was, uh, was uh, a Frenchman. <laughs> he lived in Paris, France uh, w- uh, until he died. Uh, and there's an expression in, Fran- in French that says, an homme averti en vaut deux. What that means is a man forewarned is worth two. So I want to forewarn you and make you worth two, okay? So we'll talk about that. Also, I was talking with a, uh, a client, and unfortunately, her husband passed away, and uh, he had a very nice pension, and that pension uh, provided them with income that they needed. They almost didn't need their investments anymore. That pension has now gone, and the exercise of how to calculate your cash flow in retirement, I thought would be one that I'd share with you. There are three kinds of cash flows that you need to look at in, in our view when you're planning your retirement or if you're there already, and we want to talk about that with you. Okay. Now, also, as we do every week, we talk about Social Security, uh, probably the single largest source of income for most of our clients. And so one of the things you may not know is that uh, the IRS... <laughs> Ouch, that was loud. Oh my gosh. Yeah, those guys, they want to tax 85% of your Social Security benefits. And uh, we want to talk about how they go about doing that, number one. And then number two, how to avoid it if it's at all possible. Okay, so we're going to talk about that. Now, also, we're going to talk about uh, what happens if this whole Ukraine inflation, all if this whole thing devolves and we have a drop in the market, the S&P or the Dow, like we had in 2008, where we have a, a crisis that causes a 50% drop. How would that affect you? What should you do about it? How should you prepare for that? We're going to talk about that uh, later on in the show. Now, and, and we're also going to talk about what are the best investments to use in those kinds of times, if that were to happen. Okay, so we'll have all that. Now, you know what, Jack? Most shows would actually stop right there. Most shows would say, hey, If we did just that, we have done more than our listening audience could possibly want from a financial show. Somebody stop me. (laughs) Oh, don't you dare. Because on this show, do we stop right there? No, we don't. We boldly go where no financial show has gone before. And therefore, at about 10 till, we will have our estate tip of the week. And this week, uh, we're going to talk about what if most of your dollars are in your retirement plans, okay? Now, you may not be aware of this, but your retirement plans do not go by what your will says, your trusts say, or anything else you've done says. And so we want to talk about what happens if most of your money is in your retirement plans and you want to leave it to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs, but it could trump the whole thing. It could cause it not to work for you. So we'll have that for you at about 10 till. So we have a show chock full of info that I'm sure will benefit you in marvelous ways. But before we dive into that, I just got to tell you that uh, my grandson, Nathaniel, is now six months old. And... uh, He's gotten smart. See, this is a battle for my wife's attention between me and, and Nathaniel, and, and I know it, okay? This is not—I have no illusions about what he's up to. And so now, because he's gotten smarter, because he's, you know, he's, getting, he's getting to where he can think now, he's starting to use that cute thing as a real advantage. I mean, he's actually now resorted to giggling and laughing. Are you kidding me? How do I compete with that? He's laying there. My wife is like playing with him and he's like laughing and giggling and all that. 
I mean, I think even if I did that, it wouldn't work. He's just better at it than me. I think I've met my match. <laughs> I don't know how I compete with that. I just don't. So all you, all you grandfathers out there, I think you can relate. Anyway, um, I want to talk about how this could get really ugly. Okay, so first of all, let me start off with that the issues that were ailing our economy existed before the Ukraine crisis came along. We had inflation that was at 40, 50-year highs already. And where did they come from? It came from all the stimulus that, that the Federal Reserve and our, our, our government put into the economy because of the lockdowns and the, and the uh, pandemic. So we essentially, and I've talked about this on previous show, we dumped $30 trillion into an economy that's only $21 trillion. And when you have $30 trillion chasing after $21 trillion of goods and services, by definition, you're going to have inflation. That's what inflation is. And so that's what we're experiencing. Now, we also said that a policy mistake by the Federal Reserve could cause things to be even worse. Well, they waited so long to get started on this whole inflation thing that now they're way behind the curve. So that was the scenario where they were going to start raising interest rates, slowing down the economy, and we're in a period of high inflation. And by the way, kids, that's called stagflation. A slowing economy with rising inflation is called stagflation. And that is the cancer of economy, okay? A recession is the flu. <laughs> Stagnation is cancer. So now you throw in Ukraine. So let's talk about that. What could happen here is... Our largest trading partner is Europe. We do more business with them than we do with any other part of the world. Now, is it a possibility that they could go into a recession because energy prices skyrocket or Putin retaliates? And don't think he won't. And don't think that he's going to stop, that all this is going to stop him. Because you know what he has? He has a sugar daddy. He's got China. And China could say, we're going to buy all of our oil and our gas from you, Russia. And now Putin is not financially hurt at all. So don't think that all these sanctions are all that are, are a permanent thing. They, they're temporary because China could step in and suddenly he's got all the income that he needs to keep things going. So we don't see him stopping. Plus, he's got to save face. So Ukraine, is, in our view, will fall. And Russia will take over. It's unlikely that Ukraine can resist that. So now he retaliates against Europe. They go into a recession. Our biggest trading partners in a recession. Now what happens to our businesses that do business with all those companies in Europe? The other thing that's that, that I mentioned already is that the Fed is talking about raising interest rates. So if we have a situation where the Fed is wants to slow down the economy to deal with inflation, the economy is already starting to show signs of slowing down. Have you seen prices of groceries? My wife went to the grocery store. She said, I just spent $300 and I didn't buy anything. She said, it was amazing. I had to say, wow, what did I just buy? Okay, I mean, and, and price of gas is already at $5. It may go to 9 And what about the price of heating and cooling your, your home? The average consumer cannot afford that kind of stress, and they're the ones that drive our economy. So we could have a situation where we have a recession and they're raising interest rates on top of that to fight inflation. Now, the other thing that I haven't seen a lot of talk about is the banking system. So if Russian banks default because we shut them down and they can't do business, we remove them from the banking system, 
then what about all of the money that is owed to people that the Russians owe, all the businesses that have uh, all that, all those dealings, the banks that are dependent on doing business uh, to a great degree with Russia, those banks could, could fall. And if they do, that could be, you know, there's a guy from, uh, I forget what company, big, big uh, uh, analyst who said we could have another Lehman moment where a, a big bank falls because it can't do business. It's shut out of the system. And now we got another 2008 on our hands. So this thing could devolve and become really, really ugly. Now, will it? I don't know. But, you know, my job, as I see it for my clients, is to protect them from bad things. Oh, I'm so scared. And my question to you, ladies and gentlemen, is what are you doing right now to protect yourself from that? Are you protected at all? Are you going to take a big fall? You can, so go to our website. It's rpoa.com. And when you're there, you can see videos on our Invest and Protect strategy. You can see articles about it. You can attend our seminars. Learn how to protect yourself from what could come. If you don't protect yourself, then you're going to be exposed to whatever it is. And, and that would be tragic. So our website is rpoa.com. All right? rpoa.com. All right. We're going to take a break. When you come out, we're going to talk about how to calculate your cash flow in retirement. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. And we are back. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And, of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack. And we are we are affirmed that uh, I, I sorry I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America, and uh, we're a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So everything that we talk about on this show, these are the very same ideas that we talk about with our beloved and most valued clients. And if you are over fifty, if you are retired or retiring soon, then uh, this show is designed for you. And our website is rpoa.com. We serve over six thousand wonderful families uh, around the country. <laughs> yes, and our goals are for you to enjoy your second childhood without parental supervision. That's what we call your retirement. And uh, we want you to have peace of mind. We want your money to last as long as you do. And, uh, you know, as uh, Tom Cruise said in that movie, help me to help you. The only way that we can help you is if you avail yourself of our services, of our resources. So if you go to our website, rpoa.com, you can podcast a show, you can attend seminars, you can visit with one of our retirement planners and build a plan together. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff you can do on there. So go there. rpoa.com is our website. So I want to talk with you in this segment about how to calculate your cash flow in retirement. And uh, this was prompted by an unfortunate situation where uh, I was talking with a client last week. Her husband passed away. It's, it's, it's tragic. Um, and he had a pension that provided them with, a, with enough income that they practically did not need to draw from their investments uh, to, to support their lifestyle and what they wanted to do. Well, with his passing, that pension went away. So what we had to do was sit down and talk about how you know how much are you spending what's your cash flow and and can your investments and social security support that and it's important because one of our goals is as i mentioned we want your money to last as long as you do and the primary driving force of that in our view is how much you spend it's not how much you have it's how much you spend okay and i've given the example if you have a million dollars that's a lot of money 
Uh, if you spend $100,000 a year, you're going to run out in about 12 years. If you spend $40,000 a year, you might never run out. So it doesn't matter how much money you have. It's how much you spend of that money that determines how long your money is going to last in our view. So how to calculate your cash flow uh, is a very important component of retirement planning. So let's talk about – and there are three kinds of uh, cash flow that you should take into account uh, in our view. One is – you, what, what we call your running money. Okay, so this is your, your basic needs. So you got groceries, you got utilities, you've got uh, gas you put in your car, you've got your, you know, your health care and all those kind of things. So you got to look at what is your, your monthly running money, as we call it, your running, your, your, the, the expenses that you have just to, just to keep the lights on, basically. Okay, now that's usually a smaller number than what you actually want to spend, right? Because you've also got yearly expenses that come along. So the yearly expenses are expenses such as your insurance premiums, um, property taxes, you know, uh, if you make gifts to your family, you know, that kind of stuff, and or gifts to charity. Many of our clients do that. So what you want to look at is not just your running. You want to start with your running money. Okay, you want to know what that is. Then secondly, you want to add to that your yearly. What, what's going to come around once a year? Because a lot of times people forget that. You know, they say, well, I need $4,000 a month to live on. And then when I ask them, okay, well, does property taxes come around once a year? And they go, oh, that, <laughs> yes. So, well, we take, need to take that into account as well. And then there is what I call ad hoc or the, 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 the fun stuff, if you will, the ad hoc stuff. And ad hoc is basically – do you want to travel? Um, do you think you're going to be buying a new car? You know, that kind of thing where this is not a recurring kind of expense, but it's one that we need to budget for. Okay. Now, those three need to be looked at in the context of how much can you afford to spend. Okay. So it's not like you come up with that number and then you go spend it because if, as I said, if that number is a hundred thousand dollars a year and you got a million and you say, okay, well, now that I figured that out, I'm going to go spend it. Well, no, you're taking 10% of your money out every year. That's, that's not good. You don't want to do that. If, you know, if you want it, your money to last. So you, you, you start with how much can you afford to spend, but then you want to look at all those things. Now it's, uh, I don't know how to say this, but I'm of no value to you on this show or to our client, and we're of no value to our clients either if we sugarcoat this, okay? So it may be that the situation is such that let's say that you have $80,000 a year that is available from your investments and, and, and that you could spend your investments in Social Security combined. Let's say that's the number. Well, if it's 80000 that's your finite number. So you got to fit your running money your yearly expenses, and the ad hoc stuff that you want to do, the fun stuff, within that 80000 So if you're running and you're yearly, use up the eighty. you ain't got nothing left <laughs> for, oh, for the fun stuff. So then you have to reevaluate. And we've had you know, situations where people reevaluate and they say, I want to do all that fun stuff. I don't need this big old house that cost me all this money. And so therefore, I'm going to sell the house and I'm going to downsize, and that'll give me more money to do the fun stuff. So it's an interplay of those three things that comes into the whole uh, planning process. And our job as retirement planners is to help facilitate that for you. 
Okay, that's your second childhood without parental supervision. We want to help facilitate that. So we want to help you work through it. How do you figure all that out? Well, I'm glad we had this talk. Well, I am too, Tom, but I'm not done. <laughs> because we want to continue this talk, but we can't, I can't plan for everybody on this show. And so what I'd like for you to do, ladies and gentlemen, is go to our website. It's rpoa.com. Everything I've said has, is, is on there in terms of uh, stuff you can read and stuff you can watch and stuff you can listen to. But more importantly, click on Meet with an Advisor. If you do that, then we'll schedule a time to sit down with you. This cash flow exercise, we, we call it a retirement cash flow plan, RCFP. And what we'll do is we'll work through it with you. And, uh, I, you know, I've had I, – I, I think it's a very valuable exercise to do to understand your cash flow properly. And once you've done that, then you can plan accordingly. So if you go to our website, rpoa.com, and you click on meet with an advisor, then what we'll do is we'll do that with you, and we'll help you to work through it. And then once we've got it, at that point, we'll also go into how you should invest to support that. We'll talk about how to make decisions with regard to when and how to take Social Security. We'll talk about your income taxes. We'll help to review your insurance programs. We'll look at your entire financial picture, and we'll see, and we'll give you our ideas of what we think you should do to, to have your money last as long as you do. And if you like what you see and you want to work with us, that is wonderful. And if you don't, that's fine, too. Because either way, there is no charge, there's no obligation, and we will part friends. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. It absolutely is. So our website, again, is rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about how the IRS wants to tax 85% of your Social Security benefits. No! So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack, and I am Senior Retirement Planner and Founder of Retirement Planners of America, and we're a firm that specializes in retirement planning, which means that we work with the most wonderful people in the entire universe. We work I with love it! And I do. We work with people who are over 50, who are retired, retiring soon, and those are the people that uh, uh, we love working with because you are about to embark on your second childhood without parental supervision. You're going to go play. You're going to have fun. You're going to enjoy the fruits of your labor and if we can facilitate that for you then we feel that we are doing a noble thing and uh, we, we currently work with over 6,000 families uh, all across the country and we are just honored and flattered to do that we love our clients we they are beloved and most valued and uh, we feel that our job is to help you with that now one of the most and by the way our, our website is rpoa.com and if you go there, you can subscribe to this show. You can have it podcasted. Uh, I think at last count, we have, uh, I think it was 75,000 people now that are subscribing to the podcast. That's wonderful. You know, uh, please do share it with your friends. Have them listen to it as well. Uh, but on our website, we have seminars that can help you with Social Security, with retirement planning. We have uh, articles. We have videos. We have all kinds of information on there. We want to be your source for all the decisions that you need to make with regard to retirement planning, either before you retire or while you are retired. So go there. It's rpoa.com. Now, <clears throat> pardon me. One of the most important sources of income for the vast majority of our clients is Social Security. And so deciding on the proper way to do that, when and how to take Social Security, and the ramifications of your decisions and how it's taxed and all that kind of stuff is extremely important. Because even a small error that costs you $100 a month 
you know, you multiply that over your lifetime, and that's tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. And so small mistakes, you know, they add up. That's the thing about Social Security. It recurs. So that mistake will recur, recur, recur. And many times, if you make a decision with Social Security, it's permanent. You can't go back later and say, oh, I made a mistake. I want to change my mind. There are some exceptions to that, but they're very limited. So I want to talk with you uh, on, on this show about how the IRS <laughs> – I think she had a visit. <laughs> how, the, how the IRS goes about taxing 85% of your Social Security benefits, okay? So, and then we're going to talk about how to uh, eliminate or at least maybe reduce that. Hopefully, uh, uh, we'll talk about that as well. So let me start off with what the rules are. So the rules are that there's this number that is called your provisional income. And your provisional income is made up, uh, and it, it's, a, it's a social security number that they look at, right? And, it, and this is made up of your adjusted gross income, which is the number at the bottom of the front page of your tax return. It's called your adjusted gross income. So you take that. You add to that 50% of your social security benefits. So whatever you're getting for social security, take half of that and add it to it. And then add all your tax-free income. So if you have tax-free bonds, if you have a tax-free money market, anything like that where you're getting tax-free income, you add that as well. That, if you, add, if you do those three things, your adjusted gross income, half your social security, and 10, your tax rate, you add those together, that gives you what is called your provisional income. Now, if that provisional income for a married couple is between thirty-two dollars and $44,000, then they will tax 50% of your Social Security benefits. If it's more than 44000 then they will tax 85% of your Social Security benefits. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not no, no, no. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the rules. Now, I'm not saying they're going to confiscate 85% of your Social Security. Don't misunderstand. What they're going to do is they're going to count your Social Security as part of your taxable income, or 85% of it, as taxable income. It'll be added on to your other taxable income to determine how much tax you're actually going to pay. So how do you beat that? Well, it's the adjusted gross income number you got to work on, right? So the way to beat that is to have things that don't count towards your adjusted gross income. Uh, capital gain assets, tax-deferred assets like annuities, real estate, your 401ks, your IRAs. There are ways to reduce your adjusted gross income and therefore reduce your provisional income and therefore reduce the taxation of your Social Security. And like I said, if it can save you 100 bucks a month you know, over your lifetime, that could be tens or, or hundreds of thousands or 200 or $300 a month. It could save you a lot of money over your lifetime. Fascinating. And very logical, Mr. Spock. Yes. Boy, I play with your drops just like that, Jack. So here's what I suggest you do. Go to our website. It's rpoa.com. And when you're there, we have a ton of information. We have videos, articles, podcasts about Social Security to help you to make those decisions. Do it right. Think about it. Plan it. And talk to a professional. You have the ability to visit with one of our retirement planners to, to talk about Social Security as well. We want to help you to have the best retirement possible. And uh, cash flow especially from a source like Social Security. It's very complex, and helping you to get navigate through all of that is something we would love to do for you. So again, our website is rpoa.com. Go there while you're, while you're thinking about it. Go there now and, uh, and, and, and attend our seminars or, or avail yourself of our resources, rpoa.com.
All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what if Ukraine and inflation caused the market to drop 50%. What are you going to do about it? So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. <laughs> I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And we're a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So that means we work with the most wonderful people in the entire universe. We work with people who are over 50, who are retired, retiring soon. And if that is you, then uh, this show is designed for you. This show is designed to help you to achieve your second childhood without parental supervision. We want you to go play. We want you to have fun. We don't want you to worry about all of this boring financial stuff. And uh, we currently serve over 6,000 beautiful, wonderful families across, wow. yes, across the country. It is a privilege. It is an honor. Uh, we are so blessed. We value our clients so much. And uh, so I want to talk with you in this segment. In, in the first segment of the show today, I, I talked about how this could get really ugly. And I talked about how it's, it's not the, the, the Ukraine situation basically poured gas on an already lit fire. We already had inflation. We already had the economy subject to the Fed raising interest rates and potentially doing what Paul Volcker did back in the early 80s, which is raising interest rates so high to induce a recession, to squeeze out inflation from the system. But in the process, that recession was so bad, it created a big, bad bear market at the same time, a drop, a, a big market drop. Uh, and so that possibility certainly is here. Now, if Ukraine un continues to unravel the way it has, then we could see, as I mentioned in the first segment of the show, a European recession. We could see, uh, you know, a recession in our country with, you know, groceries now. As I mentioned, my wife went to the grocery store and she came home. And she was like, I don't even know what I bought, but I spent $300 for it when normally I thought it would spent 100 It was like things haven't just gone up 20 or 30 percent. They've gone up a lot more than that. And, uh, you know, we're fortunate we can afford that, but there are many people that, that cannot afford uh, such an increase in, in, in all of that. So you've got that whole situation. And so the, the question I'm asking in this segment is, okay, well, what if all of that were to come about or even part of it? There's, there's another issue which uh, um, uh, was brought up by an analyst at J.P. Morgan, which is that the banking system itself right now could be at risk because Russia, um, whether we like it or not, is a big player in the financial system. And if we shut down all the Russian banks, then all the intermediaries and the other banks that are associated with that will be affected by that. And he said we could have another Lehman moment. And for those of you who don't remember the Lehman moment, that was in 2008 when right after that we had a massive drop in the markets because the financial crisis that created. Oh, I'm so scared. Well, you know, I, th I think being scared is maybe too much. But I think being aware of what you, you're facing and being ready for that, I think, is maybe the best way to handle it. So that's what this segment is about. What, would, what, what do you do, right? And what would you do if we saw a 50% drop in the market? Now, I'm not saying that's coming, but I'm always worried about that. That's what I'm always concerned about because it does happen. We saw it in Y2K. We saw it in 2008. During my career, I've been doing this 30 years, I've seen it happen twice, and I've always been under the, the, the philosophy that if it can happen once, it can happen again. How about if it happens twice? Now what's the likelihood it could happen again? And if you go back in history, it happened many times before my career started. So what happens if the market drops by 50%? How much of a hit would you take? And do you have a strategy to address that? Now, in our firm, we have two strategies to address that. Uh, actually, three. One is diversification. 
mitigating the amount of downside to the extent that we can through diversification. If the market goes down 50%, we don't want you to go down 50%, okay? So how aggressive, how risky are your investments? That's one way that you can uh, hopefully mitigate the downside that could come. The second thing is looking at what's called rebalancing. Okay, so in other words, if you choose a certain amount of diversification, now I'm just going to make up a number. Let's say you're 60 stock and 40 bond. Well, if stocks go way up, you could now be 70-30, 70 in stocks and 30 in bonds. And so rebalancing says, I chose to be 60-40. I'm now 70-30. I need to prune the tree. I need to sell some of that 70 stuff to get me back down to the 60, and I need to buy more of the, 40, of the uh, 30 stuff to get me back up to the 40. Now, that's counterintuitive because what are you doing? You're selling the one that's making you money, and you're buying more of the one that's losing you money at the time. But that's also called buy, uh, sell high and buy low, which, by the way, that's the preferred method just in case you're wondering. Now – so rebalancing is a very important part of, uh, in our view, risk mitigation and not allowing your portfolio to creep. We call it risk creep, where the portfolio actually starts taking on more risk just because it does that because of what the market and your investments are doing. Now, the other thing that we believe is very important is that you should have an overarching strategy, which means that there's a time, you know, as uh, was it Kenny, uh, Kenny Rogers, the, the singer? You got to know when to hold them and you got to know when to fold them. Well, we believe that when it comes to your investments, it's the same thing. You got to know when to hold them, buy and hold, but you also got to know when to fold them, which means get out and protect yourself and take your marbles and just not play the game. Now, when you do that and uh, the where where would you go if you were to do that? Well, obviously cash and for most of you, cash means a money market fund is, is one place that you could look at. Um, there are government money market funds, which are backed by the full faith and credit of the government's printing press. <laughs> so at least you'll get your money back. It may not be worth much, but at least you'll get it back. Uh, and that's what we use is a government money market fund. But uh, there's also treasuries, U.S. treasuries. Uh, in times of great cataclysmic and, and, and fear and panic and war and all that um, – People run to the U.S. government in treasuries for safety, and if that happens, the price of treasuries goes up, demand and supply. So ideas for you to think about. Now, if you are not thinking in terms of protecting against the downside, I would encourage you to do so, especially if you're over 50, if you're within five years of retirement, or you're in that first five years of retirement. If you're in that decade, if you haven't, this should be a wake-up call. This is the time for you to think about what's the downside here, and can I afford it? And I dare say that for most of you, you cannot afford a big downside. So if that's the case, then go to our website, rpoa.com. You can podcast the show. You can watch videos. You can read articles. We've got tons of stuff on there. But most importantly, click on Meet with an Advisor. Sit down with one of our retirement planners. We'll help you to build a defensive game plan. You don't have to do business with us. We'll do it for free. No charge, no obligation. If we can help you, that's fantastic. If not, that's fine too. Either way, no charge, no obligation, and we'll part friends. I so, don't know how to say I thank you, except I thank you. Well, Frankie, you are welcome. So again, rpoa.com is our website rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor, especially if they're mostly in 401ks. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. 
Thank you, Jack. And we are a firm that, uh, and I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And we're a firm that specializes in retirement planning. And what that means is, is that we work with the most wonderful people in the entire universe. We work with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. Uh, We call, there's there's a period, a decade, which is five years before you retire and the five years after you retire. That 10-year period, that decade, we consider to be the single most important part, uh, financial decade of your entire life. And uh, we're all about maximizing your ability to make those 10 years wonderful and uh, achieve your retirement or stay retired if that's the case. And given what's going on in the world right now, I would encourage you to go to our website. It's rpoa.com and uh, podcast the show. We have thousands of people now that are uh, podcasting it. It's wonderful. Uh, You can watch videos, uh, read articles. You can sign up for our seminars. You can visit with a retirement planner. We want to help you to achieve your retirement goals. And uh, if we can do that, we feel it's wonderful. Now, this is the part of the show where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. And I know that probably you think your heirs are, are not greedy and, and they're very generous and, and probably you hose them off once a day so you probably think they're washed. But you know, there is a possibility that they're not. So we're going to talk about what if most of your dollars are in your retirement plans? Okay, so your IRAs, your 401ks, uh, that kind of thing. That creates a certain amount of complexity and a certain amount of additional thought that needs to be put into your estate planning. And the reason is this. The beneficiary designations that you have on your stuff, okay, so life insurance, annuities, retirement plans, anything that has a beneficiary designation, that beneficiary designation overrides, it supersedes your will. So if your will says, you know, I leave everything equally to my three kids, uh, but your 401k has a beneficiary that is, you know, your, your, your ex-spouse from 30 years ago, your ex-spouse is going to get that money. It doesn't matter what your will says when it comes to your, your uh, retirement plans. The other complication that it creates is that one of the fundamental estate planning techniques that's been around for many, many years is to separate the estate into you know, a, a B trust and an A trust So for, for uh, estate tax purposes. The problem with that, though, is to put it into the trust, you create a tax situation. Because if the money goes from your IRA or your 401k into a trust to get it out of your estate, then you've now created the taxable event of the money changing who the owner is. And if that happens, then all the taxes on your retirement plan come due. So there are some special implications that occur when you have your retirement plan that you should be aware of and think about. Okay. The other issue also is that the beneficiary designations that you you, uh, create may not be how you want them to get it. Okay, so for example, let's say you have a child that uh, you want them to, they're, they're, they, they spend money irresponsibly, or you have a child that is uh, not capable of managing their own affairs. And so just naming them as the beneficiary of your IRA, they could get a lot of money. It could make them not be eligible for 
you know, government programs, Medicaid, uh, you know, all those kind of things. So there's a lot of – if you have the majority of your money in your retirement plans, it's very important in my view that you talk to somebody who understands estate planning and that can help you to navigate all of that. Because if you think that just, you know, I'm going to leave a third, a third, a third to my three kids or whatever it may be, you may be creating taxes. You may be creating all kinds of stuff that they will have to unwind after you're gone. And estate planning, I view it as relieving your family of having to mess with all this stuff. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt. Because you know where it all is. You know the repercussions, or should, of how you leave it to them, when you leave it to them, and, and what you leave to them. And all of that. You know, and then also one other thing that uh, is created is, let's say that your estate is half in your retirement plans and half not. Well, now who do you give what to? It may be advantageous to give your IRAs to one child and carve out a larger amount of your non-IRA money to give to to a different child. So there are a lot of implications. So if you have uh, most of your assets inside of your, your, your uh, retirement plans, I would uh, suggest that you go to our website and click on Meet with an Advisor, uh, and what we'll do is we'll visit with you. Now, estate planning always has to be done, in our view, in the context of your retirement plan. Okay, so we need to build the retirement plan and then look at the estate planning implications of that and how the two integrate. And that's what we do. We do it all the time, and we'd love to do that for you. So if you click on Meet with an Advisor, then what you can do then is uh, sit down with one of our retirement planners, and we'll work through the whole thing with you, no charge or obligation. We're not attorneys. We don't give law advice. We'll, you know, that, that's what lawyers do. But in terms of helping you to think through the major issues, that's what we do. So again, our website is rpoa.com. Click on Meet with an Advisor. We'll walk you through, through the whole thing. If we can help you, fantastic. And if not, that's fine too. Okay? So either way, no charge, no obligation, and we will part friends. Oh, dear. That's too wonderful to be true. It is, Dorothy. Uh, no, no. It's not too wonderful to be true because it is true. What's she talking about? Does that woman know what she's talking Well, I guess she's a kid. <laughs> How old is Judy Gar- was Judy Garland when she, when she passed? She was, uh, she was pretty young, I think. You don't remember? Yeah. Anyway, so the other thing that I'd like for you to do is uh, we have several uh, seminars on our website that can help you with your retirement planning. They're no charge, no obligation. And again, they're designed for those of you who are over 50, retired or retiring soon. We have one seminar that is on retirement planning in these very uncertain times. There are three major enemies that we see to your financial well-being. One of them is inflation. I think we all know that now. The other is taxes, and the other is bear markets. And, and in that seminar, we talk about how to address all three of those and plan for that, and also at no charge. So if you're over 50, retired, or retiring soon, rpoa.com is our website. All right, we got to wrap this show up. I hope you have enjoyed it as much as I have enjoyed doing it for you. We'll see you next week, same time, same channel. Bye-bye, everybody. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned. None of this show's content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax 
and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Murray or MMWKM Advisors, LLC. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.